But so it happened that when Sanballat heard that they were rebuilding the wall, that he was furious and very indignant and mocked the Jews. So as we start rebuilding the walls around here, guess what? The enemy has become furious. And doing and seeing what's going on. He says, what are these feeble Jews doing? I can see the enemy now, my brother Stephen, that the church has been quiet for so long. And now there's, there's, there's generations, there's people, there's pockets raising up. And I can see the enemy and say, what are these feeble Christians doing? They've been quiet for so long. Why are they working again? Why are they coming together again? Why are they rebuilding again? They were feeble. They, they haven't caused me no problems in 20-something years. They've been set there and let their walls decay and, and tumble down and, and destroyed. And I've had my way in the church. What are these feeble Christians doing? Will they fortify themselves? Will they offer sacrifices? Will they complete it in a day? Good Lord. If you don't know the day that we're in right now, that the work of God is so urgent, that if it can be completed in the day, then we need to complete it in the day. Our hearts need to be longing that the harvest is right and Jesus is standing and saying, Father, can I go? 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 So if it can be completed in one day, we need to have that urgency and sincerity to say, God, yes, and one day I'll go after you. And one day you can restore which ones was taken and torn down. He says, will they revive the stones from the heaps of rubbish? Stones that are burned. He said, will they revive something that's been dead for so long? Will they revive something that the enemy tore down? That when they went into captivity in the Babylon, they destroyed the walls. Will they revive something that the enemy has tore down? For so long, will they even will they dig it out of the ashes? Will they get it out of the rubbish? It's been burned. It don't look good. It's got black marks all over it. It don't look like a clean stone. It don't look like a whitewashed fence anymore. But it's something that don't even look good and it's under ashes and then under dirt. Will they revive it? Will they dig it up again? Will they put life back into it again? Will they place it back where it needs to be placed? Will they do that? These feeble Christians that have been destroyed for so long, will they do that? Will they raise up again and sacrifice? Will they raise up again and commit their lives to the building of the kingdom of God and restore something that has been broken down and torn down? Will they do that? And they look and say, if they do build it, it's going to be so weak that the foxes crawl up on the top of it. It's going to fall down. The enemy thinks he has us. And what he's saying here, even if you do rebuild, I think you're going to be so weak that the first sign of a little fox, not even the first sign of a lion or a chariot or a horse or anything like that, but the first sign of a little fox, the moment he tests, their wall that they're trying to rebuild is 
it's going to crumble anyway, so I don't even have to worry about it. And I hope that's what he's thinking right now. Right now, Brother Burton, 
that the, the devil, the enemy, has created from this pandemic. What do we see in churches? Confusion. Confusion over something that does not matter at all. Do you understand me? He took something, a mask, a shot, and put Christians inside the church against one another. When that don't even matter, he's created confusion to keep the doubt in the wall where he can come in and come out and come in so we'll never be together as the kingdom and the body of Christ. So what he says, if I can create some confusion, then the, the gap in the wall won't, won't be completed. That's where we're at. He's seen the start preparing. He's seen the church and pockets of people start coming to him. And so all this is being poured out. If I can get them confused, then the gap will not be closed. If I can get them confused, in verse 9, it says, Nevertheless, we made our prayer to our God, and because of them, we set a watch against them day and night. They realized it. Because they realized it, they said, watch day and night. Because they realized what the enemy was trying to do, they said that. And then it says in verse 10, then Judah said. Every time I see Judah, my mind goes to praise. Then praise We, If I can get them confused and out of the confusion, Judah praise said something. Y'all don't, y'all don't, y'all don't. praise said the strength of our labor is failing and there is so much rubbish that we are not able to build the wall. And their adversary said they will neither know nor see anything that will come in the midst and kill them because the work has to cease. So therefore I position, praise position people, men, behind the lower parts of the wall and the openings. And I said to people according to their families, with their swords, their spears, their bows, the bows, and I looked, and the rows and said to the nobles and the leaders and the rest of the people. He said, Do not be afraid of them. Remember the Lord great and awesome. And fight for your brother, your sons, your daughters, your wives, and your houses. Yeah. Judah spoke up and said, yeah, let's back. But let's place watchmen in the gaps and watch over this. And he calls the priests. And he calls the nobles. And he calls the leaders. And he calls the rest of the people. He calls them all together. Every one of them has a job to watch and to work. And then he puts the Bible that it goes on to say that it's for all your house. If you can see that, do not be afraid. Do not remember the Lord great and awesome faith. Your brother, your sons, your daughters, your wives, and your houses. And then he says, you take, you take a trial in one hand and you take your sword in the other and you work and you watch. You work and you watch. Some of them have swords it's sheathed up but they was working and they put them in, in rotations where some would work at night and others would watch us as the body of Christ to come together to get the gaps closed and get the wall built, the kingdom. We've got to work. We've got to come together and praise and worship. Not worry about generations. And we got to watch. Every one of us has a job. 
praying and watch so the wall can be completed so the wall can be completed so what are you saying pastor I'm saying generations has to come together Over this community, 
come to this church, the prophecies that have been spoken over there that haven't come to the past, we got to want it again and hunger for it again and go after it again. So I want them to pray their anointing back to us, the, the power, the fervency, the passion, the boldness to go after the mountain. I'll put it like this. If you're willing to receive that, I want you to stand up. Now, young people, if God puts it on your heart to go pray for one, go pray for them. Go pray for them. Respect them, I will say that, because of what's going on. But don't let the devil stop you from going to pray for them. You say, well, I ain't never seen that person. Well, they don't know me. It'd be awkward if God speaks to you to pray for them. Pray for them. Pray for them. So you see the ones who are standing. So if God speaks to you to pray for them, it's not you say here and pray generation. Your, your power, your passion upon their lives as Philip gets to, 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 to say it.
Um, I want you to just stand beside me because I want to say this from underneath you. Like you are my covering. You are the covering. I want to say this underneath you and with approval from you. I've been looking and watching over the past almost a year now and watching these walls being rebuilt around this place. And I've been watching the changes taking place. I've been watching God moving incredibly in here. And I wanted to share passages of, of, of scripture that I believe will, once these walls are built, fortify these walls and keep these walls and keep these walls strong. So in Romans chapter 12, verses 10, it says, be kindly affectionate to one another with brotherly love and honor, giving preference to one another, not lagging in diligence, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord, rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, continuing steadfastly in prayer, distributing to the needs of the saints, distributing to the needs of the saints, given to hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. Rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. Be of the same mind toward one another and do not set your mind on high things, but associate with the humble. Do not be wise in your own opinion. And I wanted to read that over this body and I want the young people once again to, to look out on those with salt and pepper hair. Some more salt than pepper. Some lost all of it and migrated down with their face. You need those people, young people. You need those people. And older people, you need this younger generation. And I just felt like to give a young people. Y'all didn't clap when I said y'all needed them. us is to, to develop a family inside of these walls. Not, not to where we become a, a social clique per se, but a family inside of these walls that your celebration becomes my celebration. Your heartbreak becomes my heartbreak. That's what the word says for us to be loving each other with brotherly love toward each other. If we can build a family, not a machine. Look, this place isn't a place for us to come once a week and get our little daily worship routine and our, our weekly worship routine and our little weekly Bible reading from Pastor Jared. That's not what this place is. This place is also not the place for us to bring our sinner friend so that he can hear the salvation sermon from Pastor. That's our job. This place is a place for us to come and build not a well-oiled well machine, but a well-oiled family to 
where we thrive in unity so much together that like the Bible says, it's like the oil running down from the head of Aaron off of his beard onto us, from the head of Jared off of his beard onto us. And I believe that's what God is building is a well-oiled family in this place to dwell together in unity, to dwell together in love, to take care of each other, to celebrate when the other one is celebrating. And the crowd on the other crowd. That's all I want to say. That's it. Go out into this world. I had, I had a 